Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late-night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better get uh-huh. Hat on, hat on, suit on, suit on. Looking like the Capitol, giving them all Dress like a million bucks, bucks. Things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh yeah. yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Come on. Do your thing, Big Daddy. Uh-huh. I sure will. 
Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on now. Dig me. One and only Steve Harvey. Man, got a radio show. What God doing, y'all? Huh? What he doing? What he doing in your life? He doing something. He moving. He working. Don't lose your patience, though. See, I did that before. Don't lose your patience. Don't 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 get so sick of waiting that you take matters into your own hands. Don't do that. Boy, you're blowing it. Listen to me. You're listening to somebody who's done it that way. I had a dream. I had a vision. I had some hope. I had some faith. I had some aspirations. But I got a little impatient waiting on it. So I tried a couple other things. Move it along. Boy, I can't tell you how I messed it up. Then I messed it up then because God gave me the power of decision. What I had to do was then, after I took matters into my own hand, messed it up. Now, guess what? He still got something for me, but now I got to fix all the mistakes now. I got to straighten them out. I got I to gotta suffer some consequences. I got to pay for my transgressions. All of that. All of that. It's got to go down. It, 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 you can't do something wrong and not pay for it. It just is you call it karma, call it whatever you want to call it. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Every action. If it just stays sunny all the time, you might think it's cool, but there's going to be a reaction to it. Ain't no dark, ain't no shade, ain't no break, ain't no rain. Going to be hard if it's just sunny all the time. Vice versa. So you need you need the opposite. You need the darkness so you can get your break from that sun. You need the rain so you can nourish the roots so so that sun, can, it can soak up the sun and get the benefit of the sun. If you don't get the opposite, you, you got a problem, man. And it happens throughout nature. It happens throughout your life. Don't think that you can do wrong and not have to pay for that. You think this is, man? We 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 think, man, because we done made a decision that we think is best for us, and no matter how it affect nobody else, we got the right to make that call. No, you don't. Whoever is telling you that, whoever's misguiding you into the gang life, telling you, yeah, man, you need to be this way to be down with us. I tell you what, get yourself stuck on Chuck with that gang. See how many of them be there for you. Oh, they'll go around the corner with you and start shooting. But okay, when it's time to do some time. And, and, and they can lessen their sentence, you're going to get that time. They're going to point their finger dead at you. I watch 48 Hours all the time, man. I watch Lock Up Raw all the time. All the time, man. All the time. Ain't no real cold dudes out there just holding to the mantra and sticking to it. Even the mob turns stateside evidence, go fed, all that. Now, we in the hood, we done created this ignorant mess called no snitching with that ignorant mess. You don't even understand. No snitching was created by criminals as a code of honor. If you do dirt and you get busted doing the dirt, don't bring my name up if I was with you. That's a code of honor amongst the thieves. Now, so many code of honor thieves that done came out of prison and ain't got no honor. They done bought that stuff back to the street. Now, it's all in the neighborhood. No snitching. No snitching. You got to be crazy. That's for people who disobey the law. That's who people have made a code of honor amongst themselves as thieves. Hey, man, if you get busted, don't drag me down with you. Just do your time. Oh, man, you can't bring that stuff out here to me. I'm a law-abiding citizen. Dog, I'm trying to live right over here, man. I don't want no crack house up street from my mama's house. I'm trying to do right out here, man. You can't do wrong and expect wrong not to come to you. You got to make a decision every day to do right. 
And God ain't got no protection from you on dirt. You got what you got coming. You made a decision. You go down there to get some, you you might got get got. See, we got to, come on, I'm, I'm talking to so many men out here right now. I should have said that in the beginning, but my conversation kind of got away from me. I was going to talk to you about something else this morning. But this just on me, man, because our communities, man, it's just going to the pot, man, because ain't nobody caring about nobody else. Don't nobody care when they see that young dude over there doing wrong. Look at them fools over there. Man, go over there and talk to one of them. Pull them to the side, man. You might not be able to approach the group, but you can approach an individual. Come here, young man. Let me talk to you. I saw you the other day. Man, you look like you got something going on in your life. What's happening with you? Let me talk to you, man. Let me share something I learned. I was doing what you was doing. You know, it's like Tommy did a prank phone call one time as a limo driver. And uh, the dude, the prank was, he called this limo company to ask this limo driver to take him to this location late at night. And the limo driver got a young business. He going, yeah, okay, I got you. I don't normally work like that, but how long you need it? He said, for just about an hour. He said, well, I'm going to have to charge you for the full three, though, because a three-hour minimum. Tommy told him, no, I just need it for one hour. So he said, okay, right, I'll give you a break, young man. You're trying to do something. Where you want to go? He gave him the address. The man stopped writing. He said, that's a bank. He said, yeah. He said, you want to go to the bank at 1230 at night? He said, yeah, and I'm going to be in for a few minutes. And when I come out that bank, I need for you to flow it. That the dude with the limo, he stopped writing. He said, hold, hold on, hold, hold on, man. You want me to take you to a bank 1230 at night. You're going to be in there for a few minutes and you're going to come out and you want me to flow it. He said, sir, I don't do stuff like that. He said, you got the wrong company. He said, what made you call here? He said, hey, man, don't worry about that. You a limo company. You just drive. He stopped and took the time out. He said, young man, let me tell you something. He said, I've been down before. I've been locked up before. It ain't pretty. He said, that's what's wrong with you young people today. Instead of going to get a job trying to work your way, you always looking for some fast money. He said, I'm going to tell you what I already know. Don't go down there messing with them people's money like that because they love that money way more than they love you. And they're going to do something to you down there. Now, you stop this foolishness, and I'm not carrying you nowhere. But I'm going to take a little bit of time out to tell you something. Don't go down here with messing with these people's money because it ain't going to go good. They're going to take care of their business when it comes to that money. Tommy kept insisting to this man to pick him up in the limo. It was a prank phone call. But the point I'm making is the man took out time. He could just hung the phone up. But you know what he said? He said, hold up, young man. Let me hip you to something. Because the brother had been locked up before. He said, no, no, no. See, I done that when I was young. Now, I'm going to stop and I'm going to take some moment out to tell you. I'm up here working, man, trying to earn an honest living. I ain't going back down there. Because I didn't, I didn't, they make you eat what they want you to eat. You don't want the food. You got to get up when they say get up. You got to stay where they say stay. Live with who they say live. He said, man, you don't want that. And he just tried to talk the young man out of it. You can change a young man's mind with a conversation. A conversation can change a young man's mind. Most of these young men that are misguided ain't having conversations with real men. They're just not having them. And it's up to us who know what manhood is, is to start delivering the message. The, the problem that we have in our communities, we can solve ourselves. It done escalated to a point because we who are men won't stop on our corporate climb and our day-to-day -day making money and trying to ball out. We won't stop and grab some of these young soldiers and tell them the truth about manhood. That's the real deal, okay? So I went there. I don't know where they came from. 
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, last time. This is it. I ain't gonna lie. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Boys, <laughs> all the girls, truck driving, waste management, I love it. <laughs> postal worker. I'm talking about when they mad though. That postal worker. <laughs> all them happy people down at the DMV. What is wrong today? <laughs> well, my message today is to everybody that work at the DMV that has that attitude. Get your attitude together, man, because God is still good. He in the blessing business. You put in the application for that job. That is not our fault. We love you. We need your services today. We want you to have a brighter day today. My wish is that people that work in motor vehicle divisions all over the country have a better day today. Oh, I know we coming in there ignorant. I know we ain't got our paperwork. I know we ain't got our title of registration. I know we done lost our tags. I know all that. But try to treat us better. Just try. <laughs> Let the church say amen. Amen. Shirley Strawberry, Carl Pharrell, Mouth of the South, Junior Boy, better known as Kill Space, and the legend that is Nephew Tommy. Yeah. Boy? Yeah. Junior, you? what's happening today? <laughs> Let me tell you something. You know, I don't mind taking advice from you. Huh? You know, you, y'all don't mind that. Because you live the longer, you in a better position. You know, you've done a lot more. So I don't mind taking it, but everybody shouldn't try to give everybody advice. Like my partner called me over to his house the other day, which I thought was his house. I go over there, man, we watching basketball, and he trying to tell me what he expects to tell me about what I need to do with my life and my career. He talking to me. But in the middle of us talking, I hear a voice coming from upstairs as we in the basement. I hear another voice call say, Charles, come up here and get the groceries out the car. I said, man, who is that? He said, that's my mama. I'm taking no advice from nobody live with their mama. I'll tell you right now. I'll give a damn what you say. You can't tell me a damn thing. Then we couldn't, he couldn't even get the advice out because she kept calling back down. I said, Charles, you been messing with the thermostat? But I said, okay, that exists right here. See, right here, that's why I can't take no advice yeah. from you. Ain't a damn thing.
thing you can tell me, because you sitting up here living at your mama's house in the baby. You told me this was your crib. No, the basement yours. This your mama house. See, that's what I found out. He gonna tell my man, I don't appreciate where everything talk, huh? See, we couldn't even get the advice in, because your mama on your hind the whole time. Don't tell me what you think I need to do with my life if you living at your mama's baby. We can't take advice from everybody. It ain't the same come from Steve and Tommy. It ain't the same come from Shirley. It ain't the same come from Carl. See, they don't live with nobody. They got places. They got what You need to start listening to me. It's what you need to start doing. See, that's what you need to start doing. Start listening to me. He Your can't ass. even control his own heat. No, he can't do none of that. Charles, huh? You left the toilet seat up again. See, right here, you got other issues. And you try to tell me something. Why your nearest bathroom all the way upstairs, though? Upstairs. You always got, I'll be back. I can't see. I can't take no advice. I'm not going to. All right. <laughs> Good one, Junior. Coming up in 32 minutes. That was minute, funny. After the hour, you need. we're going to run that prank back with the nephew right after this. <laughs> Junior. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right now, it's time for the nephew to run that prank back. Title is Naked Lifeguard. Let's go, Cat. Naked Lifeguard. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach a, uh, a Carrie. T- yes, this is Carrie. T- Hi, Carrie. My name is Oliver. Oliver. You uh, put in an application with the uh, with the employment agency about looking for some work as far as being a lifeguard. Oh yeah, I did. Okay. Have you had much experience being a lifeguard? Yeah, I've been doing this for a while now, back since I was like 18. I got my CPR certification. I've had as many as like 200 people at one time watching them, so I'm good. I'm good at what I do. I love it. Very good, very good. Well, I'll tell you what, I've looked over your application and I've checked everything out thoroughly, and I'm very excited about maybe getting you to, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but public pool. It's actually in a subdivision. There's two pools there. Are you familiar with Yeah, yeah I'm familiar with it. They're, they're near where I live. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's actually in the back of there's a gated community, and um, that is actually the particular property that I'm talking about, you coming out and uh, working for us there uh, at the pool site. Uh, if we can get you on Monday to Friday, we're going to actually hire some uh, some more college students for for Saturday and Sunday. What do you say? Oh, I say okay. That sounds great. Monday <laughs> okay. through Friday, weekends off. Yeah. Yeah, That's exactly. Good. Now, we start off, job actually pays $25 an hour. Wow. You would be our head lifeguard, and um, we would we would want you to be there from, you know, I mean, if you start at 12, we'd actually like for you to get there around 1130, you okay. know, just, just to be prepared and um be the overseer and make sure the other lifeguards get there on time. And, you know, we'll go from there. Okay. Now, Carrie, there's only one catch that, that actually comes along with this job. We want you to work an additional uh, four hours from 6 to 10 at night, but it's going to pay you $50 per hour. So you'll make an extra $200. How do you feel about that? Man, I feel good. I mean, with the recession and everything, I can use that money right now, especially during the summertime. Okay. Now, here's the deal. This is in a gated community, like I told you before, but also uh, it's going to be adults at night, and it, and they are actually going to be swimming nude. What? And, yeah, they're going to be swimming nude, and what they ask is if they're going to be swimming nude, 
they want to make sure that the lifeguard that's protecting them is going to be nude as well. Okay, I'm a certified lifeguard. I'm CPR certified. I'm a student. I've had other jobs, but nudity wasn't on my resume. Uh, and I, and, and I, I understand that wholeheartedly, but we're talking about you possibly making $1,750 a week. How do you feel about 1750 a week for your nursing school? I'm sure that will definitely pay for it uh, throughout the entire summer. That should be, be a big help, shouldn't it? Yeah, it would, but I mean, I mean, are are you are you how do you feel about trying it for a few weeks and then you know, how how do you feel about that? I don't know, but I mean, you're going to watch over some adults who who are actually just going to be nude in the pool and and you're nude as well up on the big chair that overwatches everybody. Uh, 17.50. I don't 17.50, Carrie. You know? I don't think I'm going to be able to do that. 1750, Carrie. We're talking about four hours of you being nude along with some other people that are already nude. So, I mean, what's the big deal, you know? What we need you to do is come down. We're going to do some drills, some lifeguard drills, and make sure that you're definitely qualified. But we're going to make sure that when you do those, you got to be naked as well, okay? Why, why, why would I have to do some drills naked? I, I'm, I'm already a lifeguard. What do I need to drill I, I, naked for? I understand for? all that, but in order, we, we, for, for our particular property, we got to make sure that you're actually prepared and ready, you know? I don't understand. Well, that's the way it is, Carrie. We need you to come down and do some drills. It's not going to take long, probably about a half hour. You come down, you get undressed, you get in the pool, and we make sure that you're qualified. Um, to, to swim nude, to handle, to saving somebody's life nude, the whole nine yards. But, what, I mean, what if my family come to that pool I, I, You know, you know Carrie, I, 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 you know, I can't go back and forth with you. I can't. Now, I know you, 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 you know, I looked at your resume, I looked at what you were doing and what you're pursuing in life, and I thought this would be a great opportunity for you. But I can't be, I mean, I can't do that to my family. And you No, no, wait a minute, hang on a second. Now, you can't tell me you can't do it now. Oh, yes, I, yes, I can. Now, you get your down here in the morning so I can get these drills done, and I want you naked when you get here and get in this pool. You understand me? Who the hell do you think you're talking to? Are you some kind of pool pimp, lifeguard, human resources hired pimp? You're not pimping me. I don't have to come down there if I want to come down there. You Who gotta the bring do you your think you're going to bring your down here tomorrow to? and get in this pool and do Who these the drills. Who the hell do you think you're talking to? I'm talking to you. You what get you your out to here tomorrow do? and you do these what drills. What you need to do is go get you a Pamela Anderson Baywatch, because I ain't the Excuse me? What did you say? I ain't going to be doing no new breaststroke for you all freaky I don't know them. I don't know them people. I don't give a who you know. Now you get your down here and you take the job. I'm not coming down there to your fun pool tomorrow and, and swim nude and life going nude for a bunch of raunchy I don't know who the you think you're talking to. I was trying to be nice to you. When you come to my house with that, and then I thought about it because I'm not that kind of girl. You got me up. Okay, you need to go get you a, a Pamela Anderson Baywatch, you know, deep sea diving I don't know what you need, but I'm not what you need. You get your black down here tomorrow. Who you think you're talking to? I'm talking to you. Who you think you're talking to? I'm talking to you. Who the do you think you're talking to? I got something I want to say to you. You listening? You know what? You you better go ahead and say it because I'm about to hang up this phone in your face right now. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend. <sighs> 
You baby, your girlfriend pranked you. You all right? You know what? When I see that, she gonna have one less float. <laughs> all right, I gotta ask you something, baby. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> all right, uh, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. When shopping for life insurance, you've probably wondered how much coverage do you need and what can you afford? Globe Life has affordable options with coverage amounts ranging from $5,000 up to $100,000. Globe Life Insurance has no medical exam, just a simple application. Sounds easy, right? Go online at globeliferadio.com or call Globe Life today at 1-800-251-5400. That's 1-800-251-5400. It is time for the Chief Love Officer, the CLO, Steve Harvey, to answer your love questions. Here we go. From Sandra in Indiana. Sandra writes, my youngest brother is 24 and he lives with me. He had a long-term girlfriend, but she recently broke up with him because I won't allow her new puppy inside my house. My brother said it's their dog together, so he should help care for the dog. I told him it's a firm no, and he said I'm ruining his life. I think that's a bit dramatic, but do you think I should bend my rules? No, I think it's the damn dog that's ruining your life. Don't put this off on your sister. It's that damn dog. It's your sister's house. She lives there. She paid the rent. She bought that. She let you live with her. You done moved this girl in. Now she want a puppy. Well, she can't handle She get a puppy when she get her own place. You can't bring no puppy in a woman's house. Salt in the carpet. The puppy got to get potty trained. Anybody said to do that? Hey, you, man, put your brother out. What at it? Why, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why don't they take their 24-year-old grown ass somewhere and get their own apartment? Nah. And they can have all the puppies they want. Nah, you you ruining my life. You stupid, boy. <laughs> okay. All now, right. she done broke up with you because, wait a minute, hold up, dog. Lady, it's not you that has a problem. It's he that has a problem. A woman done broke up with you because you won't let her bring a puppy in her sister house, in your sister house. Right. So she broke up with you. You got the wrong chick, though. Next question, Shirley. All right, moving on. Tara in South Haven, Mississippi says, I gave my husband a hall pass because I had two surgeries back to back, and he was so sweet to me while I was healing. That was a year ago. My best friend found out in the streets about his fling, and without talking to me first, she confronted my husband and tried to fight him. I don't want her in my personal business, but she's in it now. And how should I explain this to her? See, mm. I tell y'all all the time, when you see a man somewhere, you find out something about a man, that ain't your business. Now, she done confronted this man about fooling around on her girlfriend. When her girlfriend and gave him a hall pass because he was so kind to her doing surgery, if you could get a hall pass for kindness doing surgery, you know how many passes I'd have? <laughs> you know how many times I've been kind and better not go in here talking about no damn hall pass? Okay. Better not Ever. bring it up. Ever. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and lady, how, what, why do you pass our hall passes for, for kindness? What, what is that? 
Oh, you were kind to me. You get a hall pass. What? Who are you? You know how kind I be. You know how kind I be. No, that, that don't make no sense. Now, your girlfriend is simple. I don't. I don't know what you should say to her except this is not your business. Yeah, she don't have to say. But she in it now. Do you want to tell her how stupid you were by awarding him a hall pass that you said it was okay? And I'm gonna tell you something else. She ain't keeping it to herself. She telling other people. Wow. And your husband didn't have to watch his step because his wife gave him permission. Hmm. Yep, facts. Yeah, it's not your business. It's not her business anyway. It's it's not her business, but it ain't no woman's business, but y'all always make it y'all's because she my girl because I would want to know. Well, now, here you go. Now, i tell you what. Let's let the women tell him what to do because y'all always talking about I would want to know. I would tell her. Well, now, she's trying to whoop her husband's ass. What would you do, Shirley? I, it's not my business. I wouldn't do anything. I, honest to God, wouldn't do a thing. This is that not my business. is a bold-faced No, lie. it's not. In this particular situation, I wouldn't do anything. I don't know what's going on in their house. Mm-mm. Hmm. Okay, Carla, what would you do? Tell him, Shirley. Try to fight the husband. <laughs> Be all in it. My best friend? My best friend. Yeah. 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 So Shirley, Shirley, you wouldn't tell your girlfriend? I would I'm not in this. I'm really not in this one. I'm not in this. So if your husband, if this happened but your husband, you wouldn't want to know from your girlfriend? No. I would kill him. But no, I, I'm asking you. If I found out, no, would you I want your girlfriend no. to tell you? No, uh-uh. Okay, Mm-mm. that's Mm-mm. contrary to everything you've ever said in every strawberry letter. I, people change. I just wanted to Steve, point that. Change. No, there's wow. no changing on this show. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'm you can't like nobody. I'm not doing Steve any Harvey of that. Show. No, you don't. You stay the damn same on this show. <laughs> <laughs> We're not interchanging on this show. We ride or die up in here. <laughs> My best oh, we friend, Shirley, your bestie. Your best. I'm not dog. in it. My best friend just got married. I'm not in their marriage. No, I can't. Issue and you see life. her husband cheating. You ain't gonna say nothing. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. What? Nope. I ain't not mad at, at the answer. I, I oh, it. I like Shirley's answer, but not that's not business. what she's ever said in well, any. I know. Of I, I, I've, I've always said, said that I would say something, just yeah. like I just I, said. I'd probably be all in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in in this one with a hall pass. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Well, Portia, next, but yeah, but Shirley, but see, Shirley, you don't know about the hall pass. All oh, you well, know yeah, is know he that. was cheating. I know that, but I'm just not in anybody else's relationship. I don't have time. I don't have time for nobody else. I don't have so time. I ain't got nothing to say. I'm done. Yeah, I saw my partner's girl somewhere in a little strange looking position. I'm mm-hmm. not going here tell his man this here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, That's in a strange I said, it position. Well, you know, you in, a, in a weird, you know, it looked like yeah. something was going on. Yeah. But I couldn't scenario. pinpoint it. But I already knew if I went to tell him that he was going to jail. I already knew that. Yeah. If I tell this fool anything. He would have caught a case. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I said, it depends on who it is. Best friend, though, okay. that's that's like my sister to me. So All right, sure. For me. Ready. Okay. All right, moving on. Cedra in uh, Topeka says, my boyfriend has a habit of sending several women a good morning text before he starts his day. He does it freely and doesn't think it's a problem. I think it's the first step in cheating, and I'm jealous. Am I overthinking it, or is this cheating? Man, come on. How does work? What, what are y'all doing nowadays? What 
what what relationships y'all got? What y'all allowing up in here? What 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 is these new rules <laughs> that you can They're text three women in the morning, wish them good morning? What? Several women. Several. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who can do that. Shirley texts me every single day. Shirley Strawberry. <laughs> she texts me scriptures every morning. I asked Shirley. I said, Shirley, do me a favor. Text mm-hmm. me a scripture every morning. Mm-hmm. Shirley texts me a scripture every single morning. Mm-hmm. I was on vacation and didn't quite see the name Shirley. Because Shirley's text comes with a strawberry next to her name and a heart. Uh-huh. I deleted it. <laughs> For safety <That's> purposes. Because <laughs> I was blurry and I didn't know it said Shirley looked like Sheila and I deleted it. The emoji scared. I don't know what it you just the emoji. Not a uh, heart and a yeah, strawberry. Uh-uh. Right. I can explain this. Thank you, CLO. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. According to a new Planet Fitness study, women actually prefer the dad bod over six-pack abs. All right? Mm, Thank God for that. I know. (laughs) You're welcome, guys. We in business. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The results of the Planet Fitness study suggest that women are still being driven wild by a bit of extra pudge. Uh, The survey recently revealed that contrary to what you might have believed, women do actually prefer a man with a little bit of belly on them. Okay? Thank you, Jesus. Man. Yeah, but but that begs the question. Yeah. Is this a double standard, though? Because do because do men prefer a woman with a little belly? No. With with a mom bod. I don't care. I don't care about your belly. So you don't care? As long as you ain't stretch, Marcy. What? What was that, Steve? As long as you ain't pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if it ain't mine. No more kids, do you? 
Go ahead. I'm listening. We got time. We all here. Shirley, tell him. No, no. Shirley ain't finna tell I don't think it's for the guys to determine whether another guy is sexy, though. No, 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 no. But he says sexy on me. So where is it, Tom? What is it for us to tell him? Yeah. No. The ladies know. Ask the ladies. The ladies know. Ladies, please don't get... you go first. You go first. Oh, hell. No, no, no. No, no, no. Seriously, Tommy. I've always thought this about you. Really. You yeah you have a you you have nice hands your hands are really hands, nice hands yeah hands. <laughs> nice hands well I mean they're little oh, Steve they're little but they're nice though <laughs> they're always you know well manicured and everything hell yeah they, yeah that's they nice hands. yeah but that still don't mm. make it cute Ezra's hands is pretty oh, who's Ezra who's my Ezra? grandson the baby he's six months old. <laughs> So you saying, what hand. is that? What is yeah. that? Hands don't uh, help him make What is his hand? You thought, man, that's all you got is cute-ass hands? Women like yeah. a, a man with nice, nice hands. hands. Is yeah. he cute? Hell no. He got nice hands, Junior. She tried to give him something. I'm not going to be ugly with y'all. Not, I'm <laughs> well, not, I'm okay, Carla, no what, what on Tommy hands. is sexy? Carla, what on Tommy is sexy? Uh, she finna do me. Here we go. Oh, Let me see. Stand up. Stand, he is standing he is up. up. Oh, um, um, no, I wasn't. I'm up now. Oh. oh, okay, okay, okay. Let me let me scoop back. You don't see nothing sexy over here. <laughs> Turn around, boy. Turn you around. need a car to be sexy, like you like a Rolls Royce. <laughs> you, 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 you got nice heels. Walk. I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> precious. I got. Nothing. Oh God. <laughs> no, for real, Tommy. For real, Tommy. I'm gonna get you. Got some. You got nice heels. Heels, heels, heels. People don't even see my heels. I got shoes on. All right, coming up more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now, guys, for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather be just forgotten, or would you rather be just hatefully remembered? They'll remember you, but Mm -hmm. in a hater way. No, no, you could just go off forget, forget me. No, uh huh. I ain't gonna be here no way. I ain't gonna give a damn. Right? Who cares? You can pick A or B for all I care. Either one. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gone. I'm gone. All right. All right. Would you rather get ribs from Kansas City or would you rather get ribs from Memphis? Memphis. Mm. Ooh. Memphis. Man. Kansas Memphis. City or Memphis? Ooh. Memphis. Why Memphis? Ooh. Why? Yeah. I'd have had them both. Oh, okay. Kansas City got some good ribs now. They, yeah. they barbecue boys over there in Kansas City. Ain't no joke. Uh-huh. But they're not playing around with your ass in Memphis. What's the difference? Kansas, though. That, 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 that Gates presidential platter is something to think about. Oh, yeah. Gates barbecue. Uh-huh. Yeah, we've been there, too. So. Uh-huh. Oh, Gates is outstanding. Yeah. I've been there, too. I love it. I ain't got nothing to say, but Gates is all that in a bag of chips. Mm-hmm. But you got to go to the commissary. You got to go to the interstate. Mm-hmm. You got to go to Neely's. Mm-hmm. You got to get your oh, mind knees. right. Yeah. Huh? Neely's. Oh, you got to get your that. mind right up in there now. <laughs> Why your they mind, though? Why you, you know, that rendezvous mind. is more commercial barbecue. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cross street from Peabody, but mm-hmm. you got to get your mind right when you go down there. Okay. All right. Got so that white bread. Throw, throw the, make french fries be yeah. wet from all that <laughs> damn sauce. Why are you talking like that? <laughs> Cause that's how you talk when you talk about barbecue. You can't say all your words because it's like food in your mouth. No, 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 no. She got to talk about barbecue like you know you, you, you know you got to spin barbecue. <laughs> can't you be up in here all up in here? You, you know you put the real boiling meat and all this. You know what? Boil no damn real. 
<laughs> all right. We grills, people. You can ball to me, ball on flavor. Oh. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Uh, would you rather babysit a crying baby for a day, just for a day, uh-huh. or would you rather have an unwanted house guest for a week? I got that baby. I got that baby all day. Give me that baby. Would you rather babysit a crying baby for a week? I mean, for a day, or would you rather have an unwanted house guest for a week? I'm gonna take baby. I know how to get baby stop crying. What you gonna stop crying? You gonna stop all this crying? (laughs) It's just for a day. No, uh, you ain't gonna cry all day on me. I'm gonna put a little something in your milk before you be all right. I'm gonna put some Baileys in that milk. That's what I'm gonna do. You're gonna go to sleep. be nice, boy. Your ass gonna go to sleep. It's gonna be tasty, I'm... too. <laughs> yeah. I can put a baby so to sleep. You're gonna go to sleep. I'm gonna put your ass in the middle of that little, uh, that little uh, raft that they had their feet out and put them in the pool. Uh-huh. Push his ass out there in the middle of that water and let him deal with it. He'll stop crying after a while. He'll just go to sleep. Hard to keep swimming back over and I keep kicking you back out in the middle. All right, uh, that's today's round of Would You Rather. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, let's go. It is time, guys, for Comedy Roulette. I love it. I love it. Comedy Roulette, Jay. Let me break it down, Steve. I got to. We got new people, Steve. Mm-hmm. Steve, Steve, Steve. I have to <laughs> You know his nerves are bad, Jay. All right, here's where we take five subjects. We put them on the wheel. We spun the wheel. <laughs> Where'd stop? We will do the damn thing. Hit it, Shirley. All right, here we go. The five categories. Number one, excuses people use who owe you money. Yes, do that. Yes, yes, yes. All right, number two, doctors don't always know what they're talking about. Okay. (laughs) Some old people say that. Uh, (laughs) Number three, uh, why are you talking? Your team sucks. Okay. (laughs) Number four. I ain't got nothing for that. Uh oh, number four. Um, I think I took the wrong pill. That's me. <laughs> okay. And number five, and that's when you realize you were lost. Okay. All right, spin the wheel, Cap. We'll see where it stops. Come on, come on, doctors, doctors, doctors. Yeah, yeah. I like the doctors. I, like the doctors. I took the wrong pill. <laughs> Oh, it stopped at number five, guys. <laughs> and that's when you realized you were lost. All right, here we go. Oh, okay. Here we go. Okay. You, <laughs> this is when you realize you lost. Okay. Yeah, we got to turn the music down so, <laughs> so you can concentrate. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Can't nobody, can't nobody concentrate with this loud ass music. Yes. Yes. Don't yes. y'all see me lost? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you when you know you lost. When you drive and the street signs go from English to some right, you can't even make it. You try to figure out, I don't even know what. I don't even is, know where. Is this still Maine? That's all I need to know. Let me tell you something. Uh-huh. When you riding and you in the middle of nowhere and you see a sign that say 10 miles to Jurassic Park, man, your ass is lost, man. Not Jurassic Park. Correct. Come on, Steve. <laughs> God, I should know so many of these. Yeah, oh, yeah. When you driving and you, and you mutter to yourself, uh-huh. that ain't the damn house. <laughs> 
Jay. Here's when you know you love. Come on, Jay. You make a right turn. Uh huh. And it's a no exit. It's you. <laughs> you love. You ran in a cold sack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. What the oh, hell am I doing? This is when you know you love. Uh huh. <laughs> Anytime you got to put your car in reverse <laughs> and look over your shoulder. <laughs> All the way back. <laughs> you backing out. You backing out. I, I, I know get that well. Go ahead. When you ride and you see one store and get out and this white man say, you got any idea where you at? That's scary on so many levels. Uh, yeah, you, you, you get out a stop sign and you go, where the tree at that used to be right there? <laughs> right, right. There was a tree. Right. Right. <laughs> when you driving and you stop and the guy said, sir, it's like the last time I told you. <laughs> I keep telling you the directions. <laughs> directions. <laughs> this is how you know you really lost. Mm. I've done this quite a time, too. Uh, when you tell you got to lean out your passenger window and say, my man. <laughs> Yo, my man, my man. Hey, my man. I got one better. Go ahead, Tommy. Go ahead, Tommy. You know you lost when you sit there and you say, you know what, I'm going to leave my car and just Uber from here. I just don't know where I'm going. This is how you know you lost. If you ever say these three words right here. Yeah. Excuse me, little boy. What? Excuse me, little boy. Excuse talking to you. Your ass is lost. Yeah. Who you mean? You need some help, man. You need direction. serious help. Excuse me, little boy. What you need, sir? Uh, All right, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's today's Strawberry Letter. But up next, Nephew Tommy has a prank phone call. That's all coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, get a load of this, guys. My best friend is is just trying to help out. We'll get into that a little later. Right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? This right here is Johnson's Freedom Papers. Johnson Freedom Papers. <laughs> yes. Let's go, Ken. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Franklin Franklin Johnson, please. Uh, yeah, this is him. Franklin, uh, how you doing today? My name is uh, my name is Kyle Kyle Green. I'm with the uh, uh, immigration department of the state of uh, Tennessee. Uh, yeah, how could I help you? Uh, you were you were born and raised in Tennessee, am I correct? Yeah, born and raised in Tennessee. Okay, now uh, do you do you still live in in the Tennessee area now, or are you in a different state? I'm right in Memphis, still here. All my family, all the Johnsons, he's still here living good. Okay. All right. So here's what's going on. Um, it's been brought to our attention here at the immigration that anyone in the state of Tennessee who has the last name of Johnson, um, I, and I don't even know how to break this to you or tell this to you, but it's, it's been brought to our attention here at the immigration that anyone in the state of Tennessee, last name Johnson, for some reason, and we're going to fix the problem, but for some reason they're saying no Johnsons are free. You know, like there's some clause or something and some paperwork or whatever, but 
what we need is we need all the Johnsons to come in by six by six o'clock today, so we can try to take care of the problem. If not, if, if all Johnsons that are not reported in by six will have to get picked up. Uh, I know this is a joke. Like we we've been. I know this is a joke, baby. I'm free. What are you talking about? Like, well, you calling me talking about? You talking about the Johnsons ain't free? What are you What are you talking about? Since you saw Bumpy Johnson got for the home, anybody's attacking Johnsons now? Uh, no, sorry. This is this is the real. This is. I, I know this is a, a crazy to get a phone call like this, but like I say, it's. It's, we got some paperwork here. Everybody's scrambling around trying to get to the bottom of this. But bottom line is we need all the Johnsons to come in because uh, right right now in the state of Tennessee, no person with the last name of Johnson is free right now. Hey, get the f*** out of here. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Are you black? Yeah, I'm black. But, but yeah, I, I'm black. Are, are, are you free? Yeah, I'm free. So what are you talking about coming to me talking about since my last name Johnson my family got to come down to immigration because we ain't free. Who the hell are you calling me talking about some crap like that, man? Okay, sir, the, the, the problem, we're going to fix the problem, but we need all Johnsons to come in. We're going to fix it. Who are you, the head, of, paper. you the head of the census or something? I, I'm, I'm sorry? Are you the head of the census? Oh, no, I'm not. Or something like that. Like, why are you calling me talking about Johnson? This, it, you are some Uncle Tom ass calling me talking about Johnson that we ain't free. And we got to come down and you, you threatening my family. This guy, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, sir, I'm not, I'm not threatening you. All right, like I said, my name is Kyle Green. I'm with immigration. I'm just trying to fix the problem. You know, so you I don't know. me because your name is Green. So y'all came no. down to the Johnsons. Sir, I'm not saying I'm better than you because my last name is Green. I'm saying we yes, have a are, problem. Kyle. You are so saying that, Kyle, Mr. Green. My name is Johnson. We come from a long line of Johnsons. And don't let me have the bumpy Johnson on you because you saw how he was cutting my throat. Don't play with me. Okay, sir. Can we... Uh, I want to help you and I want to help all the Johnsons, okay? You ain't helping Let's nobody get... but yourself, Mr. Green. You Uncle Tom. I saw y'all likes in Django. The house full of... I bet you on them light-skinned, green-eyed, Terrence Howard-looking motherfuckers. Those good heads. I'm black not, not, ebony. I got a wide nose, and I'm proud to be black. And they're going to have your light-skinned ass for me when I bring my, my family down there? You got some guy with nerve. It's all this tribalism amongst us. Sir, can I expect you to come down to immigration at 6 o'clock before Kyle sound like a light-skinned motherfucker. Kyle Green. That sound light-skinned. Sir, can I get you to come down to immigration by nah, 6 o'clock? No, you cannot have me come down. I'm going to come down there with my god whole, whole bunch of Johnsons, and we're going to turn it up. Okay, so is, 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 is your wife's last name Johnson, too? Don't worry about what my wife's last name is. Don't try to set her up. Okay, is your, is your mother still living? Don't worry about my mama still living. You don't have to. I'm about to hang this guy on up. You question me. You, you, you've done crossed the line, you light-skinned motherfucker. Okay, okay, sir. All I know is that, you know, we got to, we were trying to get as many Johnsons as we could to come in. Tommy, Tommy is the one that told us to call you, okay? Franklin, that's who told us to call you. Who? Tommy said you, you probably want to call Franklin Johnson 
and get him on the line because he, you know, a lot of the other Johnsons, and you can get them all to come in. That's what Tommy said. What you think? I, you think I'm that motherfucker that's gonna round up all the Johnsons? That's how they came over from Africa. It was one black motherfucker that took them all of the boats, talk about they was going on vacation, and they came all the way over here. I'm not rounding them no god Johnsons. Who the hell is Tommy? Tommy, man. Tommy said you would do it. Tommy said you would be cool with it. I don't know no god Tommy. He sounds like him too. Okay, do you know do you know nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show? Do you know that motherfucker? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I got my blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, oh man, hey Franklin. Yes. Hey Franklin, take this out, man. Your boy J Rob is the one that got me to prank phone call you, man. Oh, he ain't he ain't allowed over to the barbecues no more, man. Was he a whiskey? Was he was he was he drinking some of that whiskey when he called you, man? That mother- I don't know what he was when I called him, bro. But he wanted me to make so he Frank Franklin. Jesus Christ! Oh man, hey, you gotta tell me this right here, Franklin. Give it to me, baby. Franklin Johnson, you gotta tell me this. What is the baddest? And I mean the baddest. Radio show in the land. The Steve Harvey Show with Nephew Tommy. <laughs> really, yes. Tommy? You went there room. on him. Oh. Hey, Tommy, but you know what, though? But Tommy, green but Tommy, but Tommy, but Tommy <laughs> he had you shook up a little bit, though. Cause yeah. he, he sounded like he had you all balanced a little bit because he was serious with it. Yeah, uh-huh. Bumpy Johnson when he said Oh, Bumpy okay. Johnson. Oh, you think I'm going to round up all the Johnsons? I ain't that blankety blank. <laughs> See, you light skin, ain't you? You, you probably one of them light skin Terrence Howard yeah. looking ass, boy. Green eye. Boy. <laughs> Boy, With good hair, <laughs> boy, boy. He was mad. He was hot. Kyle Green, sound like skin. Hey, yeah. Hey, hey, man. Is your is your wife last name John? Don't worry about my wife. That's is correct. your mother still? Whoa. See, man, you don't cross the line now. <laughs> man, yes, Tommy. sir. He was going to come Bowdy. down there and yeah, he was. bowed it. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. We need all the Johnsons uh-huh. to come down so we can get these papers together. But y'all, y'all not free yet. About that life. Hold up, man. Is you black? Yeah. Oh, so you done got your Uncle Tom ass. Now you going to round up. Whoa. See, that's you that, that you was on Django. He, he was, <laughs> right, right. He had yeah. all, he, yeah. all his reference was light skin, Terrence Howard, Django. <laughs> you a house in. You a Uncle Tom. He had, Tommy, he was through with Tatted you. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was. All right, y'all. Father's Day weekend. That is June 18th, Father's Day weekend. It is Earthquake's Father's Day comedy show. That is with Donnell Rollins, nephew Tommy, Tony Roberts, and Vanessa Fraction at the New Jersey Performing Arts Center. That is right. Pretty much New York, New Jersey. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And everybody around the way, all the burrows. The nephew ain't been there in a minute, so come check me out, baby. All right, nephew, thank you. Up next, it's the Strawberry Letter subject. My best friend is just trying to help out. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. All right. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to be reading this one right here, right now, today. Yeah. Buckle up. (laughs) Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject. My best friend is is just trying to help out. Dear Stephen Shirley, I have been married to my husband for eight years, and we have a five-year-old and a two-year-old daughter. My husband has five other kids, not including the two we have together. Yes, I know this is a lot of kids. However, I want to try for another baby next year. I am 32, and he is 40, and he says he is too old to, to have more kids. I don't have a son and would like to try for a son. I always told him I wanted to have three children. We don't have sex because he says he doesn't want to get me pregnant. And if we do have sex, he buys me the Plan B pill to avoid any possible pregnancies. I even asked if we can adopt, and he still said no. I am starting to resent my husband, and this is causing a strain on our relationship because I want another baby. We are financially stable enough to have another baby. I confided in my best friend, who happens to be a man, and uh, he offered me his sperm. As you know, he would donate the sperm, and sex would not be involved. When I told my husband about my best friend's offer, he flipped out and was highly upset. He said that would be committing a sin, breaking the vows of marriage, and he would not accept the baby as his child. He also said he would divorce me if I even brought it up again. I think it is very unfair because he won't give me another baby. It's my body, and if I want another baby, I should be able to get pregnant and have another baby. Am I wrong here? Please help. Well, you know, you're both wrong, Um, and and I'll tell you why. You for going to another man outside of your marriage um, to get another baby. I mean, that's not the way you do it. And, of course, your husband is wrong for just shutting you out, not even hearing of your request, for being so mean and close-minded about you. You're his wife. He should be, you know, compassionate and understanding as to how you feel. 
Um, I, I get that he already has five children in addition to the two uh, daughters that, that you guys have together. But um, you have to talk and you should have talked to each other before you got here to this place. Uh, he <laughs> He's only 40. And while he may... He may say that's too old. It's not too old. I think it's just that he is tired of having kids. Seven kids, you said it in the letter. That's a lot of kids by anyone's standard. Seven kids is a lot of kids. You say you're financially stable enough to have a lot of kids, to have more kids. But, you know, if your husband doesn't want to have kids, you guys have to be on the same page as far as it's concerned. You, on the other hand, are only 32. You're still young enough. You're, you're, you're perfectly within your rights to want more children and to try for a boy if that's what you want. But you can't do it with this husband because he's not interested. You guys have a major issue in your marriage. I don't see how you can come to an agreement or a compromise. I really don't. He doesn't want any more children. He doesn't want any more children. You do, period. Okay, period. <laughs> you hear? I, I think I can confidently, confidently say this, that um, if you do have another child, it, it won't be with your current husband unless you trick him or trap him or something like that. Uh, and if you go to your best friend uh, to, and get his sperm, you're going to be done with this marriage. This marriage is practically over anyway because of your husband's rules. He doesn't want another kid. You do. He won't accept the baby as his own if, if you have another one. He doesn't want to adopt. You have no options here. You have no options here. Steve? Well, Shirley, I have a different take on this. I believe that she does have options, and I'll tell you why as soon as y'all ask me. Why, Steve? Uh, she been married to her husband mm -hmm. for eight years, and they got a five-year-old and a two-year-old together. They both girls. My husband has five other kids, not including the other the two we have together. Now, let's stop right here. Here go the whole damn problem right here. It's them five other damn kids. <laughs> this is the reason he's struggling with another one. Huh. So don't take it personal. It ain't you. It's them damn other ones. <laughs> That's where the problem come in. At. We don't know where they strolled all out at. They could be citywide. <laughs> Statewide, statewide, <laughs> countrywide. <laughs> they may be global, international. We don't know. But this is a lot of money. Now, if he forty, I'm assuming he started having kids around twenty eighteen, maybe. That means he's still paying child support. Yes, he is. Mm. That's why he don't want no more kids. See, y'all may be financially stable, but that child support choking, homie. <laughs> that's your problem right there. Now, you say, yes, I know that's a lot of kids, but you want to try for another one because you're 32 and he's 40. He say he's too old to have more kids. That's not true. You can have more kids past 40. Now, you don't got a boy and you want a boy. And always, you always told him you wanted three kids. And now y'all ain't having sex because he said he don't want to get me pregnant. If we do have sex, he buy me the plan B pill to avoid any possible pregnancy. And you take the damn pill? <laughs> what this man, make, buying a pill, making you take it? Standing there, watch you swallow it? 
This ain't no marriage. Mm-mm. All right, hang on to that thought, Steve. Um, we have more. Uh, we'll have part two of your response when we come back at 23 after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, my best friend is just trying to help out here. Okay, we'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. My best friend is just trying to help out. Yeah, you got this husband you've been married to. Y'all got two kids, but he got five other kids. You want another baby because you want to try for a boy. You 32, he 40. He said he too old to have kids. You told him when y'all got married, y'all want to have three kids. He say he ain't having it. And y'all don't hardly have sex because he don't want to get you pregnant. Then when you do have sex, he buy a pill, the plan B pill, and make you take it to avoid any possible pregnancies. You asked this fool, could you adopt? And he still said no. I'm starting to resent you. My husband is causing a strain on our relationship because you want another baby. Now, you say you're financially stable. Now, here's the problem. You went to your best friend, who happens to be a man. He offered his sperm. All right, let's stop right here. Anybody got a problem with this here? Yeah. Most yeah. men will offer yeah. sperm. <laughs> sperm I, most men I know is willing to offer sperm. Yeah. I don't that that's where the term sperm donor came from. Matter of fact, we like giving it up so much, we'll give it to people we don't know. <laughs> we don't even have to care about you. <laughs> We have extra. <laughs> we want to donate it to you. Mm-hmm. Now, your damn best friend, who is a man, then told you that he'll offer you his sperm. And then, as you said in the letter, as you know, he would donate the sperm and sex would not be involved. Lady, we don't know that. that's what he said. Yeah. But he your best friend because he's attracted to you. And now, he's so attracted to you, he said, I'll donate my sperm. He been wanting to say this all along. This just a topic that then came up. And you said, as you know, he would donate the sperm and sex would not be involved. Well, sex might not be involved, but you're going to have to get that sperm, though. Hello. <laughs> Church say amen. 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 <laughs> you might not have that, but you got to get it. <laughs> and you can't leave it where it is to have it. It's got to come out. Hello. Amen. Now, Amen. how you think we going to get it out <laughs> of the little house he live in? Are you serious <laughs> right now? <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. Something got to happen. You stop all this. He, we don't have to have sex. We're going to have something. Mm. Now, then your crazy ass went in the house, told your husband about your best friend's offer. Your husband flipped, Mm -hmm. was highly upset. He said this would be committing a sin. Sound like it to me because he ain't real sure what he mean by he want to donate some sperm. Because your husband got a real good idea of what donating sperm mean. Hmm. You'd be breaking the vows of the marriage because all he says, all he sees is you having sex or getting that sperm donated some kind of way. And said he would not accept the child as his. Hell, it ain't. It ain't his baby. It's your best friend's baby. He also said he'd divorce you if you bought it up again. 
Now, you think it's very unfair because he won't give me another baby. It's my body, and if I want another baby, I should be able to get pregnant and have a baby. Lady, you are 100% correct. Now, Shirley said this right here. It won't be with this dude right here unless you just go on and have sex with your husband and quit taking that damn pill. Then you're going to have a baby. Then what are you going to do? But then guess what? Don't nobody really want to have a baby with somebody that don't want a baby. But it happens all the time. And you can act like some women and go, well, he'll grow to love the child. He might, but he might quit loving you, though, because he will be resentful. Because he done sold all his wild oats with all these other chicks and got these five other kids. Now he want to shut it down and you done told him you want three. You should be able to get pregnant and have a baby. But Shirley's right. Probably won't be with this dude right here. Am I wrong here? Please help. Well, if you want to have another baby and he don't, you're going to have to go have another baby. And you do have the right. But I think you told your husband you wanted three kids in the beginning. Now, somewhere along the line, his child spoke whooping his ass. He don't see it. So now he is issuing ultimatums. But the biggest mistake you made was this sperm donor conversation with your husband. Because now he got a platform to stand on that ain't got nothing to do with the pregnancy or the baby. Mm-hmm. Now, he didn't use this divorce to really shut you down. It's a cold trick he pulling on you, but it's working. Because you done wrote in a letter. I don't know what to tell you, ma'am, but it don't look like you'll be having a baby with your husband. Mm-hmm. And don't leave your husband for your best friend. <gasps> Please. And do not take your best friend's sperm. And you loan me some sperm till I get on my That's, <laughs> That's all she said. Okay, you loan me some sperm till I get on my <laughs> All right, look. I'll pay you back. All right, Steve, thank you. <laughs> you can post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter on Instagram and Facebook at Steve Harvey FM. I and swear to God, I'll give it right back. <laughs> don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Introduce Jay as he murders another Ladies hit. Ladies and gentlemen, Jay Anthony Brown. All right, today's hit is very, very dear to me. And I, I got this from my buddy, Steve. He said, my wife uh, wears these damn capri pants all the time. Mm. And he's really sick of it. Could you write a song? Letting some of these ladies know that you, just, you can't wear these pants all the damn time. Check it out. All that meat on them bones Some outfits look good on y'all Some you should leave alone Well, I'm here to let you know Girl, I won't stay wrong A cute summer dress or tight pants look great As long as those pants are long They look better alone, not under your knees. 
<laughs> Don't wear it no yeah, I like it, Jay. <laughs> Love it. Love it, Jay. Fire. Hey, you really yes. were a singer in your Yes. In your Johnny life. Gill said it. He did say life. it. Uh-huh. He did say it last mm-hmm. night. Well, you just ago. wrote a piece of it. Not well, them too much. Six days a week. Wow. <laughs> You didn't Thank lose you, any Hawk friends on that Junior. one. Junior. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't lose any friends on that one, No, Steve. I didn't lose no friends uh-huh. on that one. But next week. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Steve. So Jack on Facebook writes, my son's turning into a player. He's now 16 years old and clearly has a thing for older women. Occasionally, we'll have friends over and there have been multiple reports of my kid making some smooth moves on some of my wife's friends. The first time I heard about it, it was kind of funny. Now, though, it's happened five times that I know about. Do we need to step in on this or just stop inviting my wife's very attractive friends over? What's the deal? Well, you know, it's a pro- the boy ain't no real, really no problem. You know, you could step 16. to your son uh, and tell okay. him, hey, 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 these grown folks don't come in here with that. They starting to mumble about it. Do it again. I'm going to have to talk to you. Now, listen, you got to say something if that's really the problem. But I'm curious why this man is writing us about his 16-year-old son. What? I really think the problem is him. Who? The father. You think the problem is with the dad? With Maybe. the wife's very attractive friends. Oh. They fine. They ain't attractive. They fine. Yeah. Yeah. They look good. Yeah. 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 See, and he know it. Yeah, he got mm-hmm. wrote a letter. What can he say to the boy? He need advice for himself. Oh, himself. Yeah. Yeah. He oh, okay. need to know. He trying to talk himself down off this bridge. 
Yeah. His self, himself. You know who we talking about. Yeah. It's himself. Yeah. Is Miss Nisi coming over again, Dave? <laughs> Not Miss Nisi. Yeah. Ooh, I love Miss Nisi. What he say, Junior? Dad, Dad, is Miss Nisi coming back over for us? That outfit she had on. God, them heels. I'm going to say something when she come back. <laughs> I'm gonna say something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah. the problem. So yeah. you're thinking the problem is him. Yes, it wow. did. Yeah, it's today. So- he, tra- he 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 just looked, man. Look, it happens. In what life. happened? You're gonna run into some your wife. Go have some friends. Go sit your ass down somewhere. Go sit your stupid ass down somewhere and shut your damn mouth. That's never happened to you, right, Steve? I sit my ass down somewhere (laughs) and shut. The best I do is offer coffee. (laughs) <laughs> That's all I can do for you. You know, they always say, wow, for him to be on TV, he is so polite. Yeah. Y'all, ladies, ladies, y'all need anything? Hey, baby, you, you want some coffee? Mm-hmm. I know, I, No, no, I treat her like a queen in front of them girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Baby, y'all need anything? Let me get somebody down here for you. Oh, I'm okay. actually taking the coffee in the room for her. What? Oh, Hell yeah. look at you. Mm-hmm. God, I know how to get them brownie points, man. You know, just in case. Oh, Marjorie, Steve's so sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see why you married him. Ain't out of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Any of your sons been in that situation? <laughs> oh, yeah. They even said something about a couple of friends. Marjorie slapped taste out there, man. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you would go over there and say something to her. And deeper still, I, I want her to say something back to you because I'm going to kill both of y'all. Ooh, deeper still. <laughs> deeper still. <laughs> yeah. You, you caught that deeper still. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, we have time. We have another one. Uh, this is from Jaleel on Steve Harvey FM. He says, I'm... I'm a high school guy taking on my first part-time job. I have a question for more seasoned employees than me. Since I'm in school, they said I can't be part-time, so I'm working six hours a day, five days a week. I was also told that they have to give me at least one 30-minute break during my shift. Well, I've been working about a month now, and each day uh, but one. I've been told to clock out for my break, but it always happens during a rush, and I've been asked to come back and help out, even though I'm I'm on my break and off the clock. I kind of asked about it once and was hit with substantial attitude. What's the real story with this? I like the job and want the experience, but I also don't want to get used. Okay. I want my well, 30 minutes. Oh, get to 30. That's, that's life, dog. It happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're supposed to get 30, but they ask you to come back early. You know, you're going to have to start taking your break earlier before the rush or after the rush is over. Okay. That's all, right. all to it. Life, life ain't fair, dog. Yeah. All right. Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is Monday, and Steve, let's talk about starting the week off right with Elevate You, your healthy green powders. So what sets Elevate You apart from other green drinks? Let's talk about it. The flavor. Delicious. Because Sounds good. I, that was, the, green drinks are really, really good for you, but I just couldn't gag it down every morning. Mm-hmm. They tasted green. Yeah. Good. They t- mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Raw spinach. I mean, it's kale. cool. It's good for you, but my God. And so I had to do something about it. So you get all the benefits of a green drink, plus you get the flavor. And this green drink boosts your metabolism. You'll get more energy. This green drink helps you so much with your digestion. It'll keep your digestive tract moving. And on top of all of that, it's going to give you some brain clarity. Those are the three things that are factual and proven about this green drink, period. If you go to ElevateU.com, now give it time. Don't drink one glass and go sit down and go, I'm waiting on something. It, it don't work with one glass. You got to let it get in there and feed your cells over a period of time, and you will feel different. All I'm going to say is this. Since I started taking my own product, it's given me more energy to get in shape and to do the other things to add with it. And soon and very soon, people will start to see the difference in me. And all I'm going to tell you is everything I did to do it, and I'll invite everybody to join in. Read about it first and see what everybody's saying. Go to L apostrophe E-V-A-T-E-U dot com and check it out. Looking good, Steve. Coming up at 33 minutes after a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now, guys, for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather be just forgotten or would you rather be just hatefully remembered? They'll remember you, but in a hater way. No, no, you could just go on for sure. Forget me. Uh huh. I ain't gonna be here no way. I ain't gonna give a damn. Right? Who cares? You can pick A or B for all I care. Either one, huh? I'm gone. I'm gone. All right. All right. Would you rather get ribs from Kansas City or would you rather get ribs from Memphis? Memphis. Mm. Ooh. Man. Kansas City or Memphis? Memphis. Why Memphis? Why? I'd have had them both. Kansas City got some good ribs now. They they barbecue boys over there in Kansas City. Ain't no joke. Uh But they not playing around with your ass in Memphis. What's the difference? Kansas, though. That 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 Gates presidential platter is something to think about. Oh, yeah. Gates barbecue. Yeah, we've been there, too. Uh Uh-huh. Gates is outstanding. I've been there, too. I love it. I ain't got nothing to say, but Gates is all that in a bag of chips. Mm-hmm. But you got to go to the commissary. You got to go to the interstate. Mm-hmm. You got to go to Neely's. Mm-hmm. You got to get your oh, mind Neely's. right. Yeah. Huh? Neely's. Oh, you got to get that. your mind right up in there now. <laughs> Why your they mind, though? Why you, you know, now, Rendezvous mind. is more commercial barbecue. Yeah. Uh-huh. Across the street from Peabody, but... Mm-hmm. You got to get your mind right when you go down there. Okay. All right. Got so that white bread. making French fries be yeah. wet from all that damn sauce. <laughs> Why are you talking like that? Because that's how you talk when you talk about barbecue. You can't say all your words because it's like food in your mouth. No, 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 no. No, she got to talk about barbecue like you know. You know, you got to spin barbecue. <laughs> can't you be up in here? All up in here. You know, you can put the real ball in meat and all this. You know why I want to boil no damn real? <laughs> all right. He grills people. You can ball me, ball on flavor. <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, would you rather babysit a crying baby for a day, just for a day? Or would you rather have an unwanted house guest for a week? I got that baby. I got, that baby. <laughs> I got that baby all day. Yeah. Give me Say that baby. <laughs> would you rather babysit a crying baby for a week? I mean, for a day, or would you rather have an unwanted house guest for a week? I'm gonna take the baby. I know I'd get the baby to stop crying. What you gonna stop crying? You gonna stop all this crying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just I'm for a, a day. 
No, you ain't gonna cry all day on me. I'm put a little something in your milk before you be all right. I'm putting some Baileys in that milk. That's what I'm gonna do. You're gonna go to sleep. Be nice, boy. Your ass gonna go to sleep. It's gonna be tasty, too. Yeah. I can put a baby to sleep. You're gonna go to sleep. And put your ass in the middle of that little, uh, that little uh, raft that they had to feet out and put them in the pool. Uh-huh. Push his ass out there in the middle of that water and let him deal with it. He'll stop crying after a while. He'll just go to sleep. Hard to keep swimming back over and I keep kicking you back out in the middle. All right, uh, that's today's round of Would You Rather. Coming up, it is our last break of the day, and you do not want to miss Steve's closing remarks at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Steve, here we are, last break of the day on this Monday. It's been a good day. We've had some fun today. Uh, thank you. And uh, now it's time for you to take us home with some closing remarks. Let me see. I was thinking again of what I could say to be encouraging to people. Um, I have a, a couple of poems that have kept me throughout my life that I learned uh, actually while I was pledging. Man, that was a, the greatest thing that pledging gave me was besides some friendships that I still have to this day. Um, it, it it taught me so much that I needed to know at a young age about surviving and, and, and thriving and, and, and hanging in there. And I learned a couple of poems that have kept me. And if you look them up, man, uh, they're very, very valuable. Not, nothing replaces my spiritual life at all. And the two are to be compared, but they are to be appreciated on both levels. Uh, the first person, the, one of the strongest poems I learned was a poem called Invictus. And in the poem, it says the term gods with an S, but I never say gods because there's only one. And even the entire time I was pledging, I told them I wasn't going to say gods because and they didn't have no, the brothers didn't have a problem with that at all. But the poem was great. I haven't memorized, I don't have them written down anywhere, so y'all forgive me as I pull it up out of my memory. But Invictus is something like this. Out of the night that covers me, black as a pit from pole to pole, I thank whatever God may be for my unconquerable soul. In the fell clutch of circumstance, I have not winced nor cried aloud, and under the bludgeonings of chance, my head is bloodied but unbowed, and beyond this place of raft and tears looms but the horror of the shade, and yet the minutes of the years finds and shall find me unafraid. It matters not how straight the gate, how charged with punishment the scroll, I am the master of my fate. I 
am the captain of my soul. That poem Invictus has kept me through a lot of troubling times. The other poem that kept me was a poem that's, it has a title of Don't Quit, but the author is unknown. It's an unknown author. If you look it up, just look up the poem Don't Quit. But it's been a, a staple in my repertoire of things that I say to myself in difficult times. And it goes something like this. When things go wrong as they sometimes will, when the road you're trudging seems all uphill, when your funds are low and your debts are high, when you want to smile but you have to sigh, when cares are pressing you down a bit, rest if you must, but don't quit. For life is queer with its twists and turns, as every one of us must sometimes learn. And many a fellow has turned about when he might have won had he stuck it out. So don't give up though the pace seems slow, you may succeed with another blow. Often the goal is nearer than it seems to a faint and a faltering man. And often the struggler has given up when he might have captured the victor's cup. And he learns too late when the night came down how close he was to the golden crown. And you never can tell how close you are. It may be near when it seems afar. So stick to the fight when your heart is hit. It's when things seem worst that you mustn't quit. Those two poems right there have uh, kept me in some dark moments. Uh, somebody made me a t-shirt the other day. Uh, in the Cleveland Cavalier colors of maroon and gold and gave it to me as a gift. And the t-shirt said, I'm a 62-year-old black man from Cleveland, Ohio. What you want? <laughs> and it's sort of funny, man, because a lot of times when people say stuff, people who really know, I say to people all the time, what you want from me? You know, I'm only human. I'm subject to make mistakes. I err. I get it wrong sometimes. I'm not perfect. I swing a lot, so I'm going to hit a lot of strikeouts. You know, when you swing in the bat a lot of times, you ain't going to, all of them ain't going to be hit. But I have such a sheer number of at-bats that it causes people to be able to see a few more times of me failing. But some people never, you don't ever have to worry about watching them fail because they're not attempting anything. So if you're the person who's being criticized for your efforts, you have to know that you got to hang in there. Because there's so many people that's criticizing you that's not even making an effort. Now, I'm going to paraphrase another one, but I'm paraphrasing this. This doesn't work exactly like this. It says, the credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred with dust, blood, sweat, and tears, not to those cold and timid souls in the stands who know neither victory nor defeat. That one has kept me, too. Because I realize that a lot of people that are criticizing you are not even in the same game you in. So when you out there striving and you hustling and you trying to put it together, you're going to make mistakes and you're going to get criticized. But don't ever, don't ever, don't you ever give up. Have a great day. Talk to God. He'd love to hear from you.
For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarveyFM.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.